0: Conclusion Post-National Warfare by David Jacobson In discussions on the transformation of war in the late 20th and early 21st centuries, a recurrent theme is the notion of new wars. The New Wars thesis asserts, enter Alia, that the character of war has changed such that conventional interstate warfare is declining and non-state armed conflict and state-building operations are, conversely, more prominent. That argument is, at least in part, aptly rebutted in a number of the chapters in this book but in what ways has warfare changed now that we have moved unequivocally into the 21st century? I argue in this conclusion that we are moving into an age of post-national conflict in a number of respects. It is not that state wars or belligerence has disappeared. We see otherwise in, for example, Russian and Chinese behavior. What is new is that, first counterinsurgency and state-building operations are, in the main, taking place under post-national and multinational rubrics. These civilizing wars are often rooted in human rights and humanitarian law, not nationalism as such. Western states and their close allies justify their actions. From strategic rationales to tactical rules of engagement, in such human rights and humanitarian terms, with accountability to international bodies from the United Nations to the International Criminal Court. The civilizing process, creating civil societies where the state has a monopoly on the means of violence, can be found in historical, colonial endeavors, but were then decidedly national in flavor. Even the language of civilized nations fighting barbarian groups like the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria, ISIS, has reappeared, but under this different rubric. This post-national shift is also reflected in the changing sociology of the military, especially in the West. As John Torpey and Saskia Hoyveld bring out in Chapter 1, the ideal of the citizen-soldier is declining in the world's more affluent parts. The idea that soldiering was an essential part of citizenship begins to emerge from the American Revolution and reaches its apogee in the world wars of the 20th century, but in recent decades it has been in decline. Conscription has largely disappeared in the West. Many argue that the link between citizenship and soldiering has been severed. Some argue that military service has become, in essence, a job rather than a sacred duty. Further, the post-national emphasis on human rights is reflected in demands that the military reflect norms of social and political equality with the increasing inclusion of women and gays a particular concern. The adversaries of states are themselves post-national, especially when it comes to Islamist militants. It is not only that they are non-state actors, but that they aspire to post-national political forms, and in the case of ISIS, creating a caliphate that has gone beyond the aspirational to the operational though they may claim that a caliphate is actually pre-national, reviving what they claim is the form of the founding, 7th century Golden Age of Islam. These militant endeavors might be characterized as de-civilizing movements, consciously trying to destroy the norms of global society, and especially of the West, such as human rights, religious equality, democracy, and women's empowerment.